0: What are the features of toxicity of entire colonist How can you manage and treat such harmful, dangerous, toxic states of organophosphorus compounds, especially? All these questions will be reverted with an answer and explanation in today's episode. So, as you sail away along the end moments, of your cholinergic journey I hope and wish it was a bon voyage welcome all to this pharmacology difficult podcast I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay MBBS MD pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips strategies methods and lots of ideas to learn better understand better and make your concepts crystal clear if you really find and if there is a question hovering in your minds is pharmacology difficult, lend your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. One of the MAGD uses of organophosphorus in raises is as pesticides and insecticides, both in farm and in the house. So what can be the possible hazards? Both accidents and cases of suicide, they are commonly observed dangers with the use of traces, especially the organophosphorus compounds. Now, very importantly, let's get to know the signs and symptoms of such toxic states. The first one, initially muscarinic effects, they are overt and on the blow. Second, later on. Systemic complications occur as an interplay of all three muscarinic, nicotinic and central manifestations. So exactly what happens? Muscarinic effects like the eye actions and changes, like meiosis, blurred vision and excessive secretions. Excessive tears, sweating, salivation, irritation of the bronchi, and copious secretions from both trachea and bronchi, colicky pain and spas, uncontrolled urination and defecation, they all are together observed as immediate and foremost complications. Next step cardiac system is affected with low blood pressure increase or decrease in the heart rate that is they can be tachycardia they can be bradycardia and finally arrhythmias collapse etc happen lungs get affected with and symptoms of paralysis of respiration which is the main cause of death in these cases now lungs are affected at both the central and the peripheral levels Now, this happens at both the central and the peripheral levels. Weaknesses of muscles, they are evident along with the fasciculations. And central nervous system is badly struck. There is high level of affection with overt loss of orientation, unsteady gait, ataxia, tremors. There are episodes of convulsions. And finally, lethal complications can occur. Now, after one or four days of acute exposure, two events may also occur and they happen to occur generally. Intermediate syndrome occurs in the form of flaccid limb paralysis and it is shown as the necrosis of muscles. And after around three to four weeks, delayed polyneuropathy, it may also occur. There may be total loss of sensory and motor functions in the lower limbs. And now comes the biggest challenge. How to deal and manage with such toxic states? The first and the best effort is to halt the exposure to the toxic compound. Remove the toxin, remove the poison, remove the organophosphorus compound exposure. And go for supportive, initially non-pharmacological measures like ensuring fresh air, patent airway, removal of the contaminated clothes, One should arrange for the positive pressure or the artificial respiration. Proper hygiene should be maintained by washing the skin, etc. with soap, water. There should be proper blood pressure regulation, adequate hydration and gastric lavage also should be there if needed. The next step is to quickly find and exercise effective medicinal therapy. In this, Let's do it point-wise. The first tip, central nervous system effects. Like seizures, they are abolished with drugs such as Dazepam. Then there are antidotes. They should not be forgotten. They are the saviors of these states. And we do have some good ones to go for. Like atropine first. And secondly, the reactivators of the cholinesterase enzyme. Let's quickly elaborate these. First one, atropine. You know all that it is an anti muscarinic agent. In the normal doses, it antagonizes many cholinergic excess sinus symptoms. Though slightly large doses, they are needed to overcome the central nervous system sinus symptoms. Atropine is the first resort treatment to be relied upon. Around 1 to 2 mg intravenous dose in repetition of around an interval of 10 to 15 minutes should be there. The signs of atropinization like dry mouth, dry eyes. When they occur, they indicate the optimum therapy results. Then atropine eye drops, they help to get rid of headache that occurs due to meiosis. But always remember that nicotinic actions on the muscles like paralysis, they are not at all helped by atropine. Second medicinal therapy to rely upon and very often used nowadays, they are the reactivators of cholinesterase enzyme. Now these are specific for organophosphorus kind of anti-cholinesterase poisoning. Let's comprehend the mechanism. In case of organophosphorus poisoning, cholinesterase is phosphorylated. It's hardly reacting with the water. Now how does they help here? Compounds like pralidoxime possess a positively charged nitrogen. This binds to the anionic side of the enzyme. Now, all should remember that anionic side of the enzyme is unoccupied in case of the organophosphorus poisoning. Again, I'm repeating: anionic side is specifically unoccupied in the case of organophosphorus poisoning. On the other hand, oxime end of pralidoxime reacts with the phosphorus at the esteratic site next what happens a phosphonate compound or salt is formed now it detaches and moves away while what is the end result that is left simply reactivated cholinesterase enzyme see that was simple right the dose of prolidoxime is around one to two grams that is 25 to 35 milligram per kg intravenous in the kids now one more regime of dosing is to give 25 mg per kg intravenous of pralidoxime as loading dose and then maintenance dose of around 10 mg per kg per hour can be administered till there are relief signs now other beneficial oxime compounds they are obidoxime which is more potent than pralidoxime and another one we have and we know is diacetyl monooxyme that is abbreviated as capital dam now the nature of diacetyl monoexime is libophilic. Okay, I will talk about this more in coming seconds. Now, Notable points for the pralidoxime therapy. They are very very important and highly listenable. The first one, the pralidoxime therapy is very specific for organophosphate anticholinesterase poisoning. In the case of carbamate anticholinesterase, the anionic side is not free. Which is actually free in organophosphorus poisoning. Now, another point to note in this case is in case of carbamate anticholinesterase poisoning, the pralidoxime may not only generate a sort of a reactivated carbamylated enzyme, but that may also possess little anticholinesterase property of itself. And that is very, very hazardous. Okay? So, what is the inference? That pralidoxime is highly contraindicated in the carbamate anticholinesterase poisoning i repeat the inference is that pralidoxime is highly contraindicated in carbamate anticholinesterase poisoning next point pralidoxime and obidoxime they do not cross the blood brain barrier so the action is very well evident only in the peripheral areas that is skeletal muscles cholinesterase enzyme while i told you that diacetyl monooxime is lipophilic and it has an added advantage to cross the blood brain barrier and it can even show effects on the central cholinesterase enzyme next point the therapy of these pralidoxime it should be done promptly it is very significant and it does significant reactivation if the administration of this therapy is in around 12 hours of the poisoning The muscles, they show a marked improvement in about half an hour. And another reason for the prompt therapy is that phosphorylated enzyme is prone to undergo a process of aging. I repeat, the phosphorylated enzyme is prone to undergo the process of aging. And once the enzyme ages, it cannot hydrolyze. It shows a lot of resistance to hydrolysis. Next point. Prolidoxine therapy is basically an add-on therapy to the atropine therapy. The atropine is the specific and the most reliable antidote for this organophosphorus poisoning. Next point. If the poisoning occurs with the reversible raises agents, the best therapy is the supported treatment along with the atropine. And the whole thing, the recovery, the therapy, etc. all last for few hours only. It's not a complicated thing. Now, in the case of irreversible agents, that is organophosphorus poisoning, some lab diagnoses which are useful, they are erythrocyte content of cholinesterase. Its monitoring, its estimation is very useful. And returning to the daily chores should not be allowed till the cholinesterase it exceeds 70% of the normal value. And you know, this process takes a very long time, up to weeks the muscle and the nerve regeneration pace it determines the recovery from the intermediate syndrome and the polyneuropathy so it's a long process now before we touch the shores a word about chronic organophosphorus poisoning till now what we were talking about is the acute organophosphorus poisoning its treatment its supportive therapy its medicinal therapy and everything but now i want to talk little about the chronic organophosphorus poisoning what are the responsible compounds they are triaryl organophosphates they have fluorine now they work in weeks yeah it takes a lot of time to result into nerve defects like polyneuritis demyelination etc what are the observed signs and symptoms loss of sensation the reflexes of the tendons they are decreased there is weakness of the muscles and there is lower motor neuron paralysis That is the first phase what happens in the second phase the effects are upper motor neuron paralysis and that is very signified by the spasticity. Now this whole organophosphorus poisoning I told you it's chronic so it, it progresses chronically recovery also occurs at very slow pace. And to be very frank and to be very true the mechanism is not like the acute organophosphorus poisoning the mechanism is still unknown it's under the research. So we have no specific antidote or medicinal therapy to follow in this case. Okay, I think that is crystal clear and I've had my word about the chronic organophosphorus poisoning also. With this statement, we have come so far in this cholinergic voyage, almost touching the shores. I really plan to mark the beginning of a little novel topic in my next episode. Let's see. Fingers crossed. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.pharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates and my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name, it's Pharmacology Difficult. If you are listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode stay tuned to rate and review on itunes apple podcast stay safe stay happy stay enlightened thank you